Okay. I'm just like. <laughs> okay. Five, four, three, two, one. What's up, guys? Welcome to Behind the Business, episode number thirteen. It's been, it's been a few weeks. I've been on vacation. Dave's been on vacation. Yep. And uh, we're back at it, Dave. Yes. I'm your host. Uh, Jason Manorinter. And I'm your co-host, David Liu. And today we have, I feel like, kind of a different type of guest here. <laughs> uh, first, I would say female entrepreneur. Yeah. And first female. Um, well, we had, we had Mel. We had Mel. But yeah. Mel's like my fiance, so it's kind of different, right? She's still... She's still, she's still entrepreneur, I guess. But, yes. um, but yeah, we have Sim. Sim Thind. Sim, a good friend of mine. Simthin, a good friend of Dave's. And uh, today we're going to be talking about her up and coming. Uh, I think it's already yeah. happening. Uh, her clothes line, new clothes line called Slut Merch. Is that right? Yes, Slut Merch. <laughs> yes, you guys heard it. It's called Slut Merch. Slut Merch. It's yeah. spelled S-L-X-T, but it's yeah. Slut. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's x-rated on the u yes exactly <laughs> uh, yeah let's let's dive into that and uh kind of um see how that all came about uh, yeah how, how it all transpired yeah so yeah i'm sim thind and i'm the founder of slut merch um so i'll tell you kind of what it is um at first it's just a genderless clothing line and our mission is to reclaim the word slut, mm. remove the negative connotation associated with the word slut, and to prevent slut shaming. So it's basically just like sexually suggestive quotes and imagery on bamboo cotton pieces that I've been making. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and Slut Merch is launching October 1st. Okay. So I actually haven't even launched yet. You haven't launched That's yet. That's pretty cool. So this is the first inside of it mm-hmm. yeah we'll have to do another one of these yeah, that's in a after. year so yeah exactly you've learned in a year yeah when you say genderless is that for male and female yeah so i personally don't like having gender like associated with clothing mm-hmm. i definitely wear like a lot of men's pieces and i know that like a lot of men that wear female pieces so i just want to make sure that there's no like label on my clothing and you can wear whatever you want yeah, so for like example, like the men's the men's boxers trunks that I made, um, I want like a lot of girls to wear them, mm-hmm. and I've been wearing them, love them. You want to make clothes that is more like androgynous and not exactly not a specific just, style for for males or females because I find that a lot of fashion in the female stuff starts first and then it translates to males. Yeah, anyways, because it's because males fashion is is a lot more delayed totally than females, right? Because I think a lot of the the fashion world is targeted towards female, but the thing is that the men's stuff is just as cool as the female stuff. Yeah, and, and I just kind of be I don't think same. it should ever be restricted. Like you go on a yeah. website and you only look at the women's section or the men's section. Like it's just so stupid to me. So that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I never thought of that. <laughs> I never thought about too. I just wear play, plain clothes men's for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that I've. Like the big thing for me is like accessories, like scarves and stuff like mm-hmm. that, or like hats. I think the, um, there's always cool stuff for for both. Yeah, so definitely. Like, why can't it be the same thing with clothes? Right? Yeah, exactly. So, it should just all be genderless. Yeah. What inspired you to to build the 
brand slut merch and i guess i'm just gonna ask this um i feel like a lot of people listening is probably <laughs> asking this but are wondering this and not in any negative like, negative yeah exactly <laughs> but uh are you were like were you called a slut or are you a slut Do you consider yourself a you slut, consider yourself so, a slut? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, i would consider myself a proud proud slut okay um open slut um and what i mean by that is that i just i've never heard someone say that before <laughs> <laughs> i think it's because people think of there's it as a, a negative, negative yeah exactly term, even me to you know. ask you that was kind of yeah you know, right it my, seems yeah. weird but like even now i'm like so much more used to it my mom's like i have never said the word slut until this year and like now she's <laughs> saying it like every day but that's so funny um but yeah like i'm proud to have sex and i've had like many sexual partners and um i think that's really all it is and something that's so praised in the male world is just so shamed yeah. Um, in the female world. So I just kind of wanted to get rid of that double standard and for us to be proud to be sluts. Yeah, for sure. Because if it was on the other side, then it's like, oh, if a guy sleeps with a lot of women, then... And then you you're know, a player he, yeah. and you're so cool. Yeah, and like you're the man or whatever like that. But it's like, yeah. if it's on the other side, it's 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 negative. Exactly. Right? It's, why is that in this day and age that it's still not Exactly. Equal? Yeah, the double I, I think standard. the older you get, though, it's less... It's less, um, uh, how do I say it? Like when you're younger, it's used a lot more. For sure. Um, and like a lot more meaning to it. But the older you get, it's just like, I feel like it, it's just, it is like, it's accepted more, right? Yeah. yeah and like, I remember like all the bullying in school, like, yeah, like especially in high school and junior high and yeah. stuff like that. Like they're just big, oh, she's a slut. They're yeah. all sluts. And like, yeah. you know, it yeah. was just really thrown around a lot. But maybe it was a term just to be thrown around because. A lot of these guys were like they couldn't get any. Yeah, or that, <laughs> they were just jealous. They're just jealous, or like they just didn't have the confidence. So yeah, that was how they were able. Like that's what they were using as a defense mechanism, you know. So, totally. And then in in that turn, it it creates a negative notion for the females because there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, everybody has sex. Exactly. And I, and I find that in North America, we're a lot more conservative than the rest of the world. I would say, or maybe parts of. I don't know, like the Middle East. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, not that. Yeah, or like <laughs> Asia or something like that. But in Europe, it's like free. Yeah, they're much more open about their yeah. sexuality, for like, sure. Like in Europe, France, like, like like all over Europe, Germany, Austria, for sure. Like, they're all about it. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Like, so. So so, what inspired you to, uh, like, to create this brand and start actually going through with it? I mean, I feel like that's something you just don't think of overnight mm-hmm. right yeah. something what happened uh like yeah, yeah. how did you start yeah. like it's kind of something yeah that i mean i've been building my whole life i guess but then yeah i kind of just decided to go through with it this year but i guess how it initially started was when i was uh living in la i was living in west hollywood yeah. and um all my friends are just like crazy and we have so much fun and we do whatever we want and we really don't care what people think of us. So you're not from Calgary? So I am born and raised in Calgary, oh, but okay. I, li- I moved to LA in 2014. Yeah. Okay. So six years ago. Doing accounting. Right? Yeah. So you're yeah. actually a CA accountant. Yeah. So I actually, actually, actually I, I didn't get my CA. <laughs> oh, okay. But, but you're still an accountant. Yeah. I'm an accountant. Yeah. So I was, I got my uh, degree at Mount Royal in Calgary. Mm. Okay. 
And then I worked here for a year at one of the big four and I fucking hated it. It was like the worst thing ever. <laughs> um, so I left and started doing like accounting, finance, hybrid roles, roles in LA mm. um, at startups. Yeah. So, I mean, I still didn't like it, but at least I was in LA and yeah. it wasn't the big four. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's where I met like all my really good friends and we'd go out in West Hollywood and party. And I mean, they're like, everyone's having sex and like everyone's <laughs> naked and... Um, we would always call each other sluts. How, how old were you at this time? I was 23 Okay, so you, yeah, when I moved. Yeah, so it was yeah. like a good age like yeah. to be partying all the time. And that's pretty much around the time that I met That you. we met, yeah. Because yeah, we met at Coachella. At Coachella, yeah. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Did, like, <laughs> 2015, we, we went to Coachella. Uh, that, was our, my fir- that was both of our first Coachella, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so oh, my God. you were introduced by Heidi. Mm-hmm, and then we mm-hmm. all stayed in the same house. Like, we all partied. and. Oh, my God. That was, was so pretty, much pretty fun. <laughs> That's how you guys met. Okay. okay. In Coachella. Yeah. yeah. Okay, We're crazy. old school party friends. Crazy. Yeah. There was like 10 of us in the house, but it was, it was good times. It was unreal. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's why I would, I would always meet Dave whenever he would come down to, uh, to LA, LA yeah, okay. or like, that's why you're always going down Dave. We didn't get down away. like that, okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, Sim took us out, like brought us to some pretty sweet pizzerias, like went clubbing, cool, cool. Yeah. Like, the flight deck, what was it a place called? Did we go to flight deck? Yeah. Yeah. It was we like did. every single room or level had like different genre of music. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. It was good times in LA. Such good times. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So then Sorry. yeah. Sorry. yeah, yeah so <laughs> that's how we met. Okay. But yeah, um yeah, that's where I met like all my friends too, and we would just always call each other sluts. Okay. And hoes and whores and hookers and <laughs> it was just like a compliment, you know? Mm-hmm. That reminds me of like um what is that? The Simple Life with uh, yeah, yeah, with, with uh, Paris, Paris Hilton. And, and what do they call each other? That. They always call each other sluts. Do they call each other sluts? Yeah. Or was it bitch? Yeah, both. both. Probably. Both. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yeah, they do. Yeah. And that was like one of my favorite shows. So yeah. that's probably also where oh, I got yeah. it from. That's so funny. <laughs> that's the simple Life. <laughs> that's like such an old show too. Oh my! Like, yeah. I just rewatched it. Actually, yeah. that's really funny that you said that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you started yeah. in LA and then. Yeah, I've, I've, I mean, I've always so you, loved the word flat. So you moved to L.A. at age 23? Yeah. In 2014. By yourself? or By myself. Okay. And yeah. W- and why, why did you choose L.A. and why did you move there? So I wanted to move to the U.S. Like, okay. I just knew that I wanted to be there. And this is right when you quit your job, too? Yeah. Okay. So actually, I started looking for work while I was still at my old job. Okay. And then, um, yeah, I wanted to either do, like, San Francisco, New York, or L.A., and LA was the cheapest place to live, like really? <laughs> surprisingly. And um, I just got a job really fast there. Okay. Yeah. Also surprisingly, um, I guess they need accountants there. Yeah, LA sick. Yeah. So yeah, I just decided to go there. Like I, we grew up having a house in Phoenix, mm-hmm. so we always like would go to LA. So I knew the area like pretty well already. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I just moved out there, met a bunch of people, and. One of my friends from Calgary actually ended up moving down there too. So we had like a nice little group down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. And so actually how I first started like this whole slut thing was I got slut tattooed on my inner lip. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So. Oh wow. Yeah. 
It's yeah. right there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you got it all photographed and stuff like that. Yeah. Too, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I like my friends dared me to, and they were like, you'll never get it done. And I was like, no, I'm seriously going to get it done. And how, how old were you when you got that done? <laughs> okay. So now by this time I was in India. Mm. India. So yeah. So a lot of stuff like happened. So I, I lost my father in like 2017, end of 2017. I was still working and living in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like really screwed me up. Um, so I just like kind of wanted to do the whole yoga, like spiritual path and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up going to India and doing, is, it, is your background in India? Indian. Yeah. Indian. Yeah. So like Indian. my, Indian. yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I meant? <laughs> like I don't, didn't want to say anything. Yeah. 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 My but, ancestors so are Indian. Indian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like I was born here and my parents were born here. So I had actually never even been to India before. Okay. Um, so this was the first time. Um, and I just felt like I had to go cause I was like really into yoga. Um, so I went there and I ended up doing a yoga teacher training but while I was there, I ended up meeting like an actor okay. and he was like, you should definitely like get into modeling and all that stuff and like come to Bombay. And I was like, oh, I guess I could like maybe do that. Um, so I went there and I actually ended up getting like a lot of work in modeling and fashion styling. Crazy. Um, so it was all just random and I was just kind of going with the flow and that's where I got the tattoo. In India. Mm-hmm. In India. Oh shit. Yeah, I got in India. So I went to like this tattoo shop and I was like, I really want this. And he was like, I'll just do it because it's really cool. Yeah. And so we just like went live and did it. Yeah, because it was on social media. Like there was a lot of editorial stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in India, right? Because like. Oh, it's crazy. Like for India. Yeah, for for women over there. Like, yeah. There's a huge 100%. divide on that. So yeah. It's like to have that to empower the women and also just be out there and and also be different from everybody else uh, in the fashion industry in india is is such a like advancement um it's like mm-hmm. unheard of you know yeah so, exactly to words, like, totally totally india, unheard like, of crazy. yeah yeah so it's like, bold it's I a was, bold it's a bold it's a definitely story. bold yeah. statement yeah. for yeah. sure yeah so they put me like in some article like vice like i was in a vice article crazy. and then like this other newspaper and um and and how old were you at this time at this time i was 28 28 so 2017 18 yeah yeah okay yeah okay yeah so yeah and i was there for a bit and um so you're moved to india for yoga and like to find yourself yeah, and like then a you sabbatical yeah and, and then, then i ended up just partying again as usual. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> <It> never ends <laughs> well you started your modeling career right there <laughs> yeah yeah. So, yeah yeah and i'm happy that i got into fashion there actually in la while i was working um the last year that i was working there i also did like some fashion courses yeah um at otis college of art and design so i kind of knew that i was kind of moving in this direction i guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i kind of wanted to get into that so it all just kind of fell into place so that was that like your first like glimpse into modeling in India? Uh, no. So I actually used to model when I was younger. Oh. Okay. Um, when I was like 15. Oh, so you you did have some experience in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. So yeah, I was always kind of in that world and then I kind of left it for a little bit and then kind of just came back. Got it. And then from 2018, I guess, were you starting to think of your brand that you wanted to do or? No, not even. So I was, I was still in India. It's actually very new, like my whole brand. But um, I was there and I ended up meeting my boyfriend there, um, who was a DJ. Okay. So I was kind of just like 
honestly just like traveling with him and like partying and i just wasn't yeah of course it's like always the distraction for me which sucks but um yeah like i was just not focusing on my career enough i feel and i was just really dependent on him um because i didn't know the language um it was like really hard for me to get around um so yeah i was i was kind of just like living in his world i guess And um, although it was fun at the beginning, I just think I kind of got sick of it (laughs) and then ended up coming back to Calgary like right before COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you just came back this year. Yeah, I just came back this year and I was like, yeah, I was not doing visiting too. I was just supposed to be here for like a couple weeks and then I was supposed to go to L.A. again and kind of figure stuff out. And then. Yeah, everything shut down, yeah. and I've been here <laughs> ever since. <laughs> it's like almost a Doing year the now. Podcast here. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because we were trying to line up time just to link up because you were here so short. And yeah, then, and then you ended up staying, so I was like, oh shit. I'm like here forever now. It's like, yeah, it's crazy, but it's honestly the best thing that ever happened to me. I think, mm-hmm. like, I mean, at the beginning, I don't know how you guys felt, but I was like super depressed and like I just felt so stuck. Yeah, the f- the first month was hard. Yeah, sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I feel like after a few months, I really started to enjoy it, and yeah, I was like, yeah. I like this, and I like this like slower pace compared to yeah. LA. Um, just like the whole world, I feel. Oh, oh yeah. You know, like 100%. we kind of had to slow it down a little bit. It feels nice. Definitely feels like nothing is as rushed as before. Yeah. You know, like before, <laughs> it was like go go go. Yeah. Now it's like it's okay if it's not done, right? Yeah. 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 Totally. But I feel like it's slowly getting back. It's getting back to normal. I know now, like this week, I'm like feeling so busy, but. Yeah. Now it's like, yeah, things take time, guys. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Right. It's like, I'm not getting my Amazon package for a month. Like, sorry, COVID. I'm like, you guys are just not working. Are you? Yeah. (laughs) How how was it with your parents? Was was that hard to to be so, like, were you open about all of this? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I've, my parents have always been like my number one supporters and like, yeah, I mean, like when my dad was still around, like we were like partying together. Like I would Mm -hmm. tell him every single thing in my life. Like Mm -hmm. I never felt like I ever had to keep a secret from him. Um, so yeah, we had total open communication and now it's like the same with my mom and I've gotten so much closer with her and yeah, like she's just been so supportive. They're like my number one fans everyone in my family and mm-hmm. i mean they think i'm crazy but um yeah they're like always there we're all a little crazy in our own way right? yeah so. yeah they're like i wouldn't do that but i mean it's cool for you like yeah yeah i remember yeah. i remember when like we went to your your dad's place because he like three little like party when you came back yeah yeah we we're all chilling there and stuff like that so yeah and he's always the one to like make everyone drinks yeah. and like partying with all the kids yeah, like, sounds like my dad yeah right he had like a <laughs> Like he was making like margaritas for uh, everybody on the, the blender. Best margaritas, yeah, yes. I remember. Like, this is sweet. <laughs> yeah, awesome. and good food. Good mm-hmm. food always. But yeah, so then yeah, so then I was stuck here, and that's actually when I first started thinking of my business plan uh-huh. and slap merch. Because you were doing like photo shoots here and stuff with like mm-hmm. local um, photographers and, and yeah. content creators and stuff like that. Yeah, I was doing modeling and styling. Um, but it still just wasn't like as much work as I wanted oh, it yeah. to be. And like I did like a couple of music videos with some of my friends, which like Slut Merch is in also coming mm-hmm. out. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then I just thought I need to do something like not so freelance. Like I want to have my own business. I, I want to have like more control over mm-hmm. what yeah. I'm doing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because I find like Calgary is pretty undeveloped in that stage. Like 
the the fashion here is very conservative mm -hmm. like alberta as a whole is pretty conservative yeah. so which is also why i think there's so much opportunity yeah, like i think it kind of sure. just for worked sure. out in my favor mm -hmm. and yeah um so when did you create your first like shirt and start actually wanting to brand it because like it, first it was like in your head as yeah a slut merchant i guess did you already know that was going to be the name um yeah so i, I think <laughs> yeah, i thought of the, the name yeah. the name i i think i was in india i think i was like coming back from the bar with my boyfriend and i was just like i want to make slut merch yeah. i think i think i was just drunk but like it really like stuck in my head mm -hmm. and i was like i have to do this mm -hmm. um but then yeah like when i actually started making my business plan it was probably around may okay and i was kind of like coming out of my depression and was like starting to feel like myself again and i was writing into like magazines about my slut tattoo mm. um so i wrote into two magazines and they picked it up and um what, what, what do you mean you wrote into them like for them to just to like up, yeah to publish it, it. Oh, no, yeah like so writing, yeah. yeah i was just writing my own and i mean some of them one of them interviewed me the other one was just like my own piece but um, yeah, like I got a lot of interest and I was like, yeah, this needs to become something bigger. I feel because I was getting a lot of people messaging me. Yeah. Um, cause you have quite a bit of followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm, yeah. And yeah. And they're like, I get so many interesting DMS like all the time. Like <laughs> it's so crazy. Like I'll, we'll go into that later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's crazy. You guys, it's insane. I can't wait to tell you. Um, yes. well I was scrolling through it and, uh, you do have a lot of photos that I was like, you gotta be, I feel comfortable in your skin mm -hmm. and confident enough to do those photos i mean yeah. i could never do those photos even just like in my underwear <laughs> right but like but like yeah your photos i was scrolling yeah. and i was like wow like you yeah. you are um what's the right word guys i don't know how to revealing yeah um, out there yeah. out there, out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and, I, and I, you're okay with it right yeah, yeah. and I, I feel like that's part of my brand as well like i want everyone to feel comfortable in their own skin like yeah. i don't think that we should be hiding and yeah. and nudity like having sex like i don't think any of those things are taboo and we should be like talking about it openly and yeah. like not judging each other absolutely yeah. i think more education on that is key especially with like younger children you know yeah. what i mean because the more that they know about it then maybe the less likelihood they're gonna have issues in the future exactly because there's so many confidence issues and like self-esteem issues that like and bullying and all this stuff and like we really need to address that and it should be more normalized mm -hmm. um have you ever yeah. felt any anyone coming at you or making fun or like no so the funny thing is is actually before all of this like yeah. people would call me like like they would dm me and they call me slut and they'd be like you know like i want to fuck you and all this stuff like all the time really yeah and like that's just like how like i don't know there's like weird people out there <laughs> um but yeah and like they would be like like hey you ho and like and now that i'm like putting this out there that like that i'm a slut and yeah. so i'm getting none of that anymore that's crazy so it's like yeah like it's like i literally like am reclaiming the word and like now no one can use it yeah. against me you essentially um you're owning it and, yeah and uh like now they can't hurt me right personifying so, it so yeah. that it's like it, it's not a word that they can use to hurt you anymore because it's like exactly that 
like has no power or control over you exactly so. exactly yeah so it was interesting to see how that happened did something shift inside you also on on how you made it mean uh and that's why it all shifted with like how people saw you too sorry is that like when when people were like hey you want to f- you know fuck oh yeah, yeah, slut. yeah but now they don't do that did something shift inside of you you think that caused that or what you were portraying out there um yeah i mean i feel like they're just like they're starting to like see that it's not what it is yeah yeah yeah. and um and yeah and like the messages that i'm getting now have completely shifted to like i really like respect what you're doing they'll tell me like their like sexual secrets like i've had like oh my god i've had so many you gotta tell us some you gotta yeah. tell like like so many like um like straight men saying like that they want to wear women's underwear what? and that's like their thing so guys guys and uh, male and female are messaging you yeah all oh. the time yeah. and i mean i get dick pics like every day but like <laughs> that's just like for fun for me Damn. um but never- yeah and then even people coming coming out <laughs> Um, I've had some people come out to me as well and they're saying like they're not comfortable to come out to like their friends or family yet but like Uh they've just messaged me and I'm just this person on Instagram right so like it's someone that they can talk to yeah that's kind of cool because like you're actually offering them almost a form of like freedom to express themselves where they don't necessarily feel like they could be comfortable with even their own friends or family or mm-hmm. or the people closest to them so i mean that's kind of cool to have an outlet yeah. for people to like talk about those secrets and and not, and not be have, judged by yeah, it and not be controlled exactly by it either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So totally it's the worst i i think what it is too is like when you get when you're yourself and you're okay with it people get inspired by that and they they want that also right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think it's it's bold that what you've done where you know hey yeah i'm a slut it's okay sexual whatever it doesn't really mean anything and it's Mm -hmm. okay right Mm -hmm. people like first perception of that is like slut is bad yeah slut is not good or exactly but yeah you changing that is is awesome right yeah Yeah. i really want to change that and i just want to be like as transparent as possible and like Mm -hmm. if anyone like wants to talk to me like so that's why i've started my slut sunday show Mm -hmm. um and it's I just go live on my um, Instagram account and I just interview like my slutty friends and um, and yeah we talk about like crazy shit. Any any anonymous people wearing like ski masks while talking? Yeah. So actually, actually my last one she didn't show her face. Um, so that's, that's yeah. So yeah, next time we'll have to. I think that my next one might be a secret slut also. Yeah. So I have like secret this thing. Sluts, yeah, I have secret it's- sluts and proud sluts. So there's there's two right. Yeah. Because then they they can pay, they can be anonymous but still talk about their stuff. Yeah, it's like a, exactly. Like a talk show. It's like um, back in the day that sex with Sue, like the oh that, that old yeah, lady. Yeah, she, yeah. She would get like calls and stuff like that, and she would talk about things pretty much sex. what sex with Sue was. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, totally. It'll be sex with Sim. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a new podcast, right? Oh yeah. my god, that would be cool, Sim. Sex with Sim. <laughs> so you do that every week. Every, I try to do it every week. Like, I didn't and you go do, live. Yeah, I go live. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I'll so it's, watch it it's super time. fun. Yeah. Like, and I mean, people think that they're crazy and then they like hear some of my friends' stories and they're like, okay, I'm not crazy at all. Or what, What's the craziest story that you can So can I guess share? like, yeah, <laughs> one of the biggest ones was my friend, like he um, got a banana put up his ass. 
Is he straight? Okay. And then, no, he's gay. Okay. And is he straight? <laughs> well, you never know. You never know. <laughs> Some guys I mean, might like that. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I've still been wanting to do that to a straight guy, so we'll, we'll see. Well, you're looking at one right now, Dave. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, bananas, oh bananas God. and grapes. <laughs> bananas and grapes up his butt. And he yeah. called it a fruit salad, honey. That's oh what he called it. Like, toss salad? <laughs> oh my god so he talks they talk about things like that yeah and then like i mean everyone's like like definition of a relationship is different and what they have like for sex is different so like my last um secret slut like she was talking about her open marriage and all this stuff and Mm -hmm. like thruple apps and yeah so just so many different things um yeah fetishes yeah um by i had a bisexual girl on there um yeah, and then there and these are just people that are just following you through like Instagram or. Um, I've only so far interviewed like my like, close friends. Oh, close mm-hmm. friends, yeah. And then yeah, so like next week I'm gonna do uh, interview a drag queen friend of oh, mine. Crazy. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, yeah. Um, that's cool. That is. Um, let's get t- talking about, <laughs> but your brand now. My brand, okay. Yeah. Um, like your clothing and. And like, do you have a website and, and how yeah. do people buy the merch? So on October 1st, my yeah. website's going to be going live and it's just slutmerch.com, okay. www.slutmerch.com. And Is it, it's all online. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I also have my Instagram up, um, which is slutmerch, S-L-X-T merch. Um, so yeah, everything will just be sold online for now. I, I might do a pop-up actually. I was just talking to someone about that today, but That's we'll see. Idea. Yeah. What's a pop-up? It's just like you, you just literally, you just like a rent shop. a space and like, and just sell your stuff there um, oh, okay. for like a couple days or something. Yeah. Um, it's really popular with like, um, like street fashion and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they just, it's like an improv, uh, like pop-up shop. It's temporary there. So um, you just buy what you can during that time and then exactly and then you just it's go done. and then once it's gone it's gone yeah, yeah. so okay. it keeps it like more exclusive as well and I mean I think just like with this post-covid world mm-hmm. everything's just going to be moving to like on like a, there's so many people that are going to have that have gotten rid of their storefronts and stuff like oh, that yeah, so it's is, just yeah. yeah everything's going online right yeah now, right yeah um so what was like the first thing you did to get it going like do you have a bunch of sh- inventory now no like, are you so making, i don't like, so how did you design it yeah like how did you design it how did you what was the first you know action or thing that you're like hey this mm-hmm. is what i'm gonna do now what now right so yeah so after making my business plan i knew that it was a good idea um and i was happy about it um so then i just started thinking of pieces that i really wanted um that i would wear like all the time um, I mean, I'm known like for my fashion and my style on like my personal Instagram and stuff like that. So, um, I kind of wanted to make pieces that like everyone would like and everyone would look good in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started taking like oversized pieces. Um, um, I actually took like men's t-shirts, they call them, um, and would crop them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was the very first piece that I made the one that I'm wearing right now. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so it's more like of a baggy yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. and i mean like we tried this shirt on everyone at the photo shoot last week and every single person looked good in it, it didn't matter like what size like mm-hmm. male female like everyone looked so good in it um so that's what i really wanted to do i wanted to make a shirt that everyone would look good in was that the photo shoot i saw with you standing in like two 
big to guys. the guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hot guys. <laughs> Let me see that again. <laughs> I'm going to see one of the guys tonight, actually. That's funny. <laughs> That's cool, though. Uh, yeah, oh my God, those photos turned out so good. Yeah, I saw um, all of them. But oh, then, yeah, yeah. yeah, next I wanted to make underwear. So we're wearing all the underwear in those photos because I just thought that... I just don't think there's enough underwear out there for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was looking for some the other day. I just don't like... I mean, there's like the Calvins. Like, yeah, that's what I found. And that's what everyone has. And it's just like... And so everything I made is bamboo cotton. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like really breathable, antibacterial, um, sweat absorbent. And it's just so soft. Yeah. Um, so I really wanted to make everything out of the bamboo cotton. Was that a hard, was that something you had to research or what? No, actually I kind of lucked out in that sense. Um, so my uncle in Vancouver, he has like a printing shop. Um, so he knew like. For like clothes? Yeah. Oh. oh, So like they do, they do like jerseys and stuff like that. Like they're like for schools and like basketball teams and like, I mean, they do everything, but that's what they like used to do a lot. And so he was like a great mentor to me. Um, and he was able to like hook me up with a seamstress. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, she was telling me, she, I was just like, I want the best quality of everything. So I was just able to tell her that. Like, I don't want to, that's like my main thing. I want you everyone. You want to cheap out. You want it to be no nice cheap quality. out. Yeah. And I don't, and I wanted to do everything locally as well. Because mm-hmm. um, my uncle was just saying, just go to China, it'll be cheaper. Um, but no, I like, especially with the post COVID world again, like, I think that more people are buying local and I think it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, to support each other so yeah I, I just lucked out in that way and met the right people I guess and they were able to help me and mentor me in that way so bamboo fabric is the highest like is that it's like, like a really soft it's like the best yeah. cotton yeah. Oh, and okay. it's the most eco-friendly yeah. fabric on the planet because mm-hmm. bamboo grows like pretty rapidly mm-hmm. and it's hyperallergenic yeah, UV protectant and it's very cooling as well. Like mm-hmm. They use it for a lot of like sheets and like pillows. Yeah, yeah, stuff. it's insulating, so it keeps you cooler in the summer and warmer in the winter. Yeah. Didn't know any of that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a Get really some bamboo sheets, bro. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you got hooked up with the. Now you're at the phase in your business where you you're like, hey, your uncle has the hookup for the, making all the clothes, getting the clothes, um, but you. You, you haven't even manufactured any clothes? Yet, no. Or? So I've only made the sample so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually just in Toronto and I'm actually going to get, because um, I'm planning on moving to Toronto, I want to move all my production there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found a printer there as well through my cousin um, and he just printed all the samples for the photo shoot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to order a bunch of inventory this week um, before the launch mm-hmm. and then kind of do like a pre-order thing mm-hmm. um, and we're just going to like print to whatever anyone wants so basically any like um shape tee like whether it's cropped or long um you can have whatever design you want on it mm. so it'll be a little bit more custom mm-hmm. for the first customers sweet mm-hmm. let me know what the underwear yeah oh my god i'll, I'll get you some underwear for sure yeah, get us some too yeah. <laughs> or order some things for sure right? <laughs> You've moved pretty fast, I feel. Yeah, it for was a super business. fast. Um, and and how was that? Like, what I guess, what have you learned in the last um, from inception to the business to now? Like, I mean, I learned that everything always takes longer than you think. Like, I thought I was going to be launching like beginning of September. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely had like a few like hiccups and like things just take longer than you think, but. 
I mean, when I want something, I really go after it like hard. Mm-hmm. So I've just been working like really hard on this just for the past few months. And I mean, I've had the time. I'm lucky that I have the time because I know all other people have like full time jobs and like I was just freelancing. So I was able to focus a lot on the business. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's come together well and it's come together fast and I'm happy and I didn't have to give up on the quality or anything like that. So I'm happy so far and I'm hoping next week will go smoothly. Yeah, it'll be fun. We'll be there. Yeah. We'll be Party. There <laughs> <laughs> so you have a lot of slut friends. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah tons of slutty friends. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't know you, I asked this, but like, what does the slut now mean to you? Like, what is this brand? Do you want me to give you the definition of it? Yes, please. And then then you can talk about it Please. So, definition of a slut is a disparaging, offensive, promiscuous person. Someone who also, who has many sexual partners, usually uh, used of a woman. Did they say offense? What did did they say? Offensive? Can you say that again, Dave? I didn't really hear it. Yeah. Okay. It says, disparaging, offensive. Offensive. A promiscuous person. Someone who has many sexual partners, usually used of a woman. Wow. And then, and then the previous term of it was chiefly British. Chiefly British. Disparaging <laughs> an, un, an unclean or slovenly woman. God. Uh, impundent girl. So it was. Your head's so, just shaking I'm right just now. like so pissed <laughs> off right now. Yeah, it, like it was first used in the 15th century. God. In in uh, Britain. So see like how long this word has been going around, and yeah. it was like yeah. to be unclean at first. Like that's just so fucked up. Like, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I think that's why it, it needs to change. Mm-hmm. Like, and it needs to change fast. Um, I think that like we should be proud of what it means like having sec- like more than one sexual partner is fine like mm-hmm. I mean it, that's what it also said right it said promiscuous and having several sexual partners yeah it says um, a promiscuous person someone who has many sexual partners yeah and like what's wrong with that and this is usually used of a woman for a woman yeah, yeah. And, I, and this is the other <laughs> thing as well like I think it should be a genderless word like yeah. so I always call men sluts and like I'm like yeah that guy seems like a slut and like my like people will laugh <laughs> and I'm like no but like he really is a slut like it's just like you know that's how it is and I think yeah it's just natural to have sex with more than one person in the world that we live in and yeah. we just need to put like a humorous spin on the word and like yeah. own our sexuality I actually read a good book on it it's called Sex at Dawn so oh, it's really good. You should check it out. So uh-huh. it's essentially about the like five different main species of monkeys. And um, like, it's like the chimpanzee, the orangutan, uh, the bonobos, the, I don't know, some other smaller monkeys, but out of all of them, only uh, one species of the monkey is actually uh, mono- monogamous. Oh, really? Yeah, which is the bonobos. Oh, wow. Everyone else is like they live in giant communities. Yeah, like they they have sex with each other all at the all, all the once or all whatever. <laughs> yeah, and like orgies. <laughs> yeah, they 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 raise the children as a community, not as individuals. So it's like right. So it's like they they do it for the greater good of their like like a community yeah yeah it's like one big like happy family yeah and they all take care of each other and stuff like that wow like, uh, but the the bonobos is the only one that is monogamous mm. so very interesting yeah you should I'll check to read out. that Sex i would love to read that yeah. that's yeah 
Um, Let's change the world, guys. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) A question I have, too, is the word slut obviously is a bold move for you. Being entrepreneur is bold. How, what would you say or um, any advice for someone um, that's scared to make a bold move like that? You know, Um, and going into entrepreneurship and then having their brand slut, being a girl. I mean, I feel like you are going head on with something you believe in yeah. and uh, also creating a business out of it, which is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And almost like some controversy. With yeah. Some, yeah. Some which people. I love. That's yeah. just me. I want to do that. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, for that part, Stir that's easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I was terrified at first too. And I mean, I was like financially dependent on my boyfriend before this and it sucked. I had never done that before. And mm-hmm. I just needed to take the leap. I was like, I was like, I can't do this anymore and I need to be independent. And I think that women especially should definitely like take risks and and do things that are true to themselves because I think it will pay off. And I think that you really do just need to stay true to your brand and really believe in it. Mm -hmm. And that just makes it so much easier. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why it's just felt so natural to me. I don't want to be promoting something that you don't actually believe in. Mm -hmm. I feel like you've been, the word is authentic with mm-hmm. yourself and like the brand that you want. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's made it easier for you. Definitely. Right? And it's a, it's a lifestyle. Like it's become everything that I do now. Like I don't just want it just to be my brand and my business. Like I really do want to, you know, live the slutty life. <laughs> well, you own it. <laughs> yeah. And it feels like you, you have no, um, what's that word? No limitations. Well, not limitations, but like, no, you don't feel any... Like regret? Yeah, regret or yeah. like down on yourself about No, it, right? zero. Like yeah. this is, yeah, this is the first time, like the first job that I've ever had, I guess, mm-hmm. where I actually don't feel shitty at the end of the day. Yeah, like you can feel um, fully self-expressed yeah. and like authentic with yourself and you don't have to... Exactly. You don't know. have to please someone else doing, yeah. like working for their business. Yeah. Um, You're not hiding behind like a suit exactly. or like a dress because yeah. you have to show up like that at work. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I know that there's going to be people that hate it and there's going to be controversy around it. I'm just waiting for I f- that. I feel like it, it. just that word is, is yeah. controversy, right? Yeah. And I don't... I, like It doesn't mean anything to me, but yeah. I feel... You know, it it could ca- definitely cause controversy. I feel mm-hmm. like that's why it's good to have like it in. It have a good impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like it's gonna offend some people, but it'll also bring the right people to you. Exactly. So, and that's why I just don't all want it to be about the merch as well. Like, I do want it to be a bigger business, and I want it. I know I like I want to have podcasts. I want like people to be able to talk to me. Like maybe even like a book. Like yeah. you know, like yeah. I do want to make a bigger impact versus just selling clothes. For sure legacy yeah exactly that's cool um what have you learned about yourself with this whole transition of this business um yeah through the process the process i guess i learned how strong i am i mean i've had some really like down times and especially since my father passed away and Mm -hmm. um where i just didn't think i would be able to do anything anymore and i know like there's so many people that are probably in the same boat and mine was like really really bad like you know like ending up in the hospital type bad oh, really? yeah, yeah, like situation. So, um, yeah, like I thought I was just like done for and you know, sometimes it just, it just comes to you yeah. and you feel good about it. And I think you just need to never give up. 
is there anything you want to say? Because like I feel like there's listeners there um, right now that do get in dark places. I've gotten dark places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. We all get in dark places. How did you? What advice can you give for anyone in that dark place to to come out of? Yeah, I mean, well, I've been struggling with like mental illness like my whole life. So you know, um, it's just been. I mean, if anyone like goes to the doctor and psychiatrists and therapists and things like that, it just takes a lot of time and a lot of work. And I mean, like you have to get on the right meds. Mm-hmm. Um, talking to therapists, I'm starting like a new therapy soon. Um, I think that you just really need to put a lot of effort mm-hmm. into your mental health, and a lot of people just ignore it but it's something super important. And that was the only way that I was able to get out. And like the support of my friends and family, of course, um, you need to keep good people around you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's mostly just taking care of yourself. Like you really, like if you feel down, like accept that and acknowledge it and don't just try to sweep it under the rug. Like mm-hmm. you need to take care of yourself. That's the most important thing. Yeah, I think it's, I, I totally agree with you. and And, putting in the work to your with yourself and becoming aware mm-hmm. of yourself mm-hmm. i i find you have more to be I, self-aware i i think self-awareness and happiness mm-hmm. is like people don't see that it's connected yeah. totally and like i i don't know i was thinking about it today because uh, uh i always listen to the book uh the power of now yeah right mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys have read it it's i haven't but i've been wanting to it's good there's like the power of now and then there's pra- there's uh practicing the power of now and it's all about awareness they don't really talk about happiness but i'm like this is what creates happiness is awareness right of your of your of yourself right so (laughs) yeah exactly yeah i think yeah i think that a lot of people use external things Mm -hmm. to try to make themselves happy no for sure and like it may make them happy for a little bit they get some instant gratification from it and that's why i feel like people are so addicted to like social media stuff because when Mm -hmm. they get a like or something like that it's like instant gratification so and i mean i'm so guilty of that too like maybe not with the social media but like even like drinking and partying and like that's like that's always a distraction for me and it's so easy to like have that high and then you have that low the next day we don't all know how that feels and it's just so it's a temporary fix exactly and the thing is that when you work on yourself and and do the things that you've been wanting to do or like hobbies or like just learn something about yourself and really truly understand yourself then everything else in the world is just a supplement it's not dependent on it so exactly i find that um that's something that a lot of people don't really focus on and i honestly think that the world is created that way like they want the the world wants you to make you feel like you are in uh like insufficient so they can sell you stuff (laughs) exactly exactly and make you work like these crazy jobs like for nothing and it's like you're not getting any satisfaction out of it yeah oh i agree I agree 100%. So. Yeah. But yeah, expressing your emotions, I think, is so important. And I think that's something that a lot of people suppress. And like, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. okay to cry. Like, oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and just like be in touch with yourself. It'll get you so much further. Yeah. 100%. Totally. Was there anything you wanted to say before? I feel like we got a lot yeah. <laughs> in. <laughs> You know, I learned a lot today. Uh, <laughs> was a good conversation. But, um, yeah, like, I, I really like the business. I feel like you're so fresh into the business. I'm excited for your next chapter. Mm-hmm. It's I love business and, like, just you getting into it and starting. You're launching on October 1st. Mm-hmm. It's really exciting. Uh-huh. And I, you're going to have 
Oh, I can't even imagine where you're going to be next year. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we'll definitely have to do another one of these. Like, for thank sure. you so much for having me. Uh, it's just, yeah. Yeah, awesome. We'll um, have to do it again for sure. Yeah. Um, did you want to do like a plug in or something for your? Yeah, where can they find you they on uh, social media? Yeah, so you can find me at Slut Merch, S L X T Merch on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, also, my personal Instagram gram is at sim, S-I-M underscore thinned, T-H-I-N-D. And then I'm launching my website on October 1st, this October 1st, www.slutmerch.com. Sweet. Sweet. And is there anything, I yeah. always ask this, anything you want to say before? I mean, I think, yeah, all I wanted to say is that um, I do want to carry a message my goal is to take the negative power away from this word that's so often used to just shame women, especially who embrace their sexuality. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want them to be stigmatized for doing the same thing that our men are praised for. So I just believe it's my responsibility to take a stand against this. And I just want to promote gender equality, gender fluidity, and sexual freedom. And I hope that um, this brand empowers women, people of color, and the LGBTQ plus community. And yeah, I just want to reclaim the word and shed a positive light on it. That's a great Because we're all sluts. <laughs> At the end of the day, we're all sluts. Or closet sluts. Slut. Yeah, <laughs> secret slut or proud slut, you're still a slut. Awesome way to end that. Yeah, that's crazy.